it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is your go home show for Hell in a Cell this Sunday. And boy, oh boy, did Hell in a Cell start early. We had a breaking news on Thursday that the Hell in a Cell match between Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio was going to be moved to Friday Night SmackDown. Instead of the pay-per-view. Now, took me a little off guard. I was a little surprised as to why they would do that. But it's one way to get a rating spike. I'm sure that it definitely helped. Um, fantastic show tonight. Definitely the way a go-home show should be going into a pay-per-view on Sunday. We have some new matches that were announced, or should I say a new match that was announced, and a change in stipulation to another that uh, looks very interesting. It was uh, already a, a good, it was going to be a good match, but now we've stepped that up a notch. So I'm excited to see how that turns out on Sunday. So without further ado, we will get right into the show. First off, SmackDown kicking off with Rey Mysterio hitting the ring. They already had the Hell in the Cell ready to go. It was uh, our uh, our favorite Red Boy, uh, <laughs> that nice red Hell in a Cell that everybody seems to hate <laughs> for some ungodly reason. I get it. It's red, it's awkward looking, but it fits because, you know, hell, red, orange, kind of the prevailing colors. So it is what it is. But Ray's there in the ring talking about everything that's happened with Roman and Dominic and how Dominic has essentially just been utterly beaten down into a pulp by Roman basically yeeted him over the top rope last week and um we haven't seen him since so ray basically in revenge mode stating that he doesn't want to wait till sunday and he wants to whip that ass so he calls out roman which roman does oblige 
and gives Ray one last opportunity to back out of the match. Ray says, nope, I'm ready, and I'm going to kick your ass tonight. So that was our main event for the show. But we still had some stuff to go before then. We had our in-ring debut tonight of Commander Aziz as he teamed with Apollo to take on Big E and Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn, of course, making himself known because of his renewed rivalry with Kevin Owens. Uh, Sami actually getting involved, causing the distraction, allowing Aziz to hit the Nigerian nail on KO to get the victory. And then added some insult to injury afterwards, hit him once again with it, causing Sammy to... <laughs> I've never seen a man so excited and so happy to see somebody that he hates so much get taken out. <laughs> Sammy talking about how all this is just karma. And that KO deserves this for everything that he's done, especially for not being on Sammy's side when it came to um, everything that's been going on with Sammy, of course, with the whole conspiracy theory and everything else. So we had that. And then uh, moments later, Kevin Owens goes into... Adam Pierce in Sonya Deville's office and demands a match with Sammy. And Adam Pierce obliges and says, fine, you'll get him on Sunday. So Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn has been officially added to Hell in a Cell. So they will continue their rivalry. And I'm sure that's going to be a fantastic match to watch because those two and those two in the ring, something special is coming. So after that, it was a battle for the crown. The closing match of this feud, we found out that they were two and two apiece, being a best of five. We've got to finish this off. The winner is your one and true king, Shinsuke Nakamura taking on King Corbin. Now, I have to once again have a little bit of a shout out to Pat McAfee for everything that he does being on SmackDown for commentary. When Boogs came out, started doing his rock again, just shredding, and just being amazing, Pat McAfee lost his damn mind yet again. And it's just, it's so good. It's so comical. He's, Pat is so, so good at his job. It, it makes SmackDown that much better for it. And he's he's seriously has been a fantastic addition, and it really helps that show just be propelled forward. It's I just love it. So whoever came up with that idea, thank you. You are amazing. So the match itself happens, and unfortunately, uh, this hurts me. A lot of other people are very happy about this, but I am not one of them. Um. As much as I love Shinsuke. Shinsuke does get the win. Takes the crown. Gets crowned and has the whole... The the throne and everything. And he is now your one true king. And I, I guess the new king of the ring. <laughs> um, 
much to Xavier Woods' chagrin. But I don't know where this leaves Corbin at this point. Does he go back to the lone wolf? Does he take some time off and you know come back as something else? I don't know. I've appreciated his run. It's had its moments where it's been really good. Others, when not so much. Um, I thought when he had his um, his Kingsman with him, I thought that might have been something. But unfortunately, that fell flat and. Both of them were released. Bye. <laughs> so we'll see what happens after that. Um, but thank you, King Corbin, for everything that you've done. Shinsuke Nakamura, you are now the new king. Take care of that crown. And keep an eye out, because you never know if Woodsy's going to be uh, taking a look. Just, just saying. After that, we had a face-to-face, or at least possibly. <laughs> we're supposed to have a face-to-face between Bianca Belair and Bailey, but most of it was just a lot of Bianca Belair just saying that she's just going to beat Bailey come Sunday. And then she throws the curveball where she wants Bailey in a Hell in a Cell match. I was did not expect that. Um, I thought that there might have been other matches that might have deserved it more, like Seth and Zaro, but I mean, I'm all for a women's Hell in a Cell match, not gonna lie. It's also the first time there's gonna be a Hell in a Cell match with female competitors without Sasha Banks, which I thought was crazy, and also the first time somebody not one of the four horsewomen being in this match. But if anybody's gonna do it, honestly, it's going to be Bianca Belair. So this match should be very physical. Um, I, I look forward to seeing what they do in this match. Um, it, I don't know. It's, it's a wild card for me. So I look forward to it. Um, also, I noticed uh, also on Twitter, uh, Sean Ross Sapp of uh, Frightful.com had a tweet that came out saying that Shinsuke Nakamura is the first person to win a king crown outside of the tournament. Since uh, Macho King Randy Savage won it from Jim Duggan back in 1989, that's that's crazy. That, that's such a long time. <laughs> um, I actually back in '89, I actually still hadn't heard wrestling, but I mean, I've gone back obviously and I've watched Macho King stuff, and that's just that's crazy that it's been that long since that stuff like that's happened. So I love those little tidbits that come out, uh, and I'll always do my best to try to you know, give props where they're, you know, where they're deserved. Uh, so after that, um, Jimmy Uso shows up in Roman suite, basically stating, you know, he's listened to everything that Roman had said last week and thought about it. And he's like, all right, he's like, I may not agree with everything that you do, but I get it. It's for family. And Roman's like, well, that's good and all, but where's Jay? Jimmy's not able to get ahead of Jay, get get a hold of Jay the whole week, not knowing where he is. So Roman's like, we need to find him, so go find him. Jimmy offers services for the main event tonight, and Roman's like, no, 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 I get this. I'll take care of business like always. Go find your brother. 
After that, we had what was supposed to be a match between Otis and Angelo Dawkins. Dawkins trying to defend Montez Ford's honor from last week after Otis essentially broke his ribs. Um, but unfortunately, this match did not get started because Otis and Chad Gable just double-teamed Dawkins, left him laying, and just the match got called off. And But yeah, um, heel Otis is scary. He's a big man throwing his weight around, flying around at that. He's scary good. I... I'll say it. I actually like heel Otis better than face Otis. And I loved face Otis. So it's nice to see that, you know, he shaved off his beard. He's got the stubble, but he looks scary. And that's good. I like it. So I want to see him and Gable as tag champs at some point. With them destroying former champions, it would not surprise me if they start to slowly work their way into that picture. I think that'd be really cool. So we'll see we'll see how that goes. After that, we had a nice little interview in the back. Uh, Cesaro was with Caleb Braxton, who was interrupted by Seth, who wanted to have a little zone, little sit down as well. Um, took the Microphone from Kayla, put it on himself. Basically told Cesaro, I hate everything you do. You're a piece of trash. And Cesaro's like, I respect you as a competitor. And I'll see you on Sunday. And as they're sitting in those director's chairs, Cesaro just puts his hand on Rollins' shoulder and just lightly pushes. Which, of course, the way Seth fell was like slow-mo. If you have a chance to go online and try to find this clip, it's, it is just, it's like Rollins is falling in slow motion and it's hilarious. And he just gets up and he has this look on his face like he's going to kill Cesaro. This match, I believe, should have been a hell of a cell match because these two are going to light it up. And I honestly feel now that Roman's not going to be wrestling, this match might be match of the night for hell in a cell. Just throwing it out there. But we then went to our main event. Roman Reigns, Rey Mysterio, Universal title on the line, hell in a cell match. First time ever on SmackDown. The match was outstanding. I got to say, though, having commercials and not doing picture-in-picture was a big mistake. It really killed the vibe of the – it did kill the vibe of the match. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The match was still fantastic, what we got to see, but the flow was just completely interrupted because of the commercials. They should have done a better job with it, but it is what it is. Uh, Roman does retain. He makes Ray tap out to a modified guillotine choke. And then as, you know, the match is over, Jimmy hits the ring, lifts Roman's hand up, kind of thought maybe a super kick was coming, but no, I guess he's really buying into everything Roman's doing. Ray starts to get up, and Roman just chokes him out again with the guillotine, and just, that's the show. 
good show, good way to lead into Hell in a Cell. I'm looking forward to this card. It's going to be fun. So I'll do a quick rundown. There's only a few matches. Um, they haven't, at least from what I'm seeing here, they haven't added the Sami Zayn and KL match, but obviously I'm going to pick... Uh, I'm going to pick Kevin Owens again. But part of me wants to pick Sammy because I think there might be something else going on with that. So, hmm. but I'll still say I'll stick with KO for now. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler. Obviously going to go with Miss Bliss in that. Uh, this match will be probably cinematic. Probably the last time there's going to be any cinematic matches. So, Alexa, stop. Thanks, Echo. I really appreciate you guys. So, once again, my Echo deciding that it wants to show up tonight. <laughs> um, let's see. Where was I? Uh, we had the Hell of a Cell match with Bianca Belair and Bailey. Uh, I'm picking Bianca to retain. Uh, we'll have the Raw Women's title match, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. I believe that, unfortunately, it's time for Charlotte Flair to become a 14-time women's champion. So I'll pick her. And then our other Hell in a Cell match, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Last time Drew McIntyre gets a title shot, if he loses this match, and I do believe that he will, Bobby Lashley will retain. We will have ourselves a new challenger afterwards. So, Drew, thank you for everything you've done for the past year and a half, two years being in the main title picture. But now it is time for somebody else. So those are my picks for Hell in a Cell. Like I said, it's just five matches so far. I'm sure they'll add some more. They normally do. There'll probably be a pre-show match or two. Um, but even still, it'll be good. I look forward to it. It's a good, another good week of wrestling. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate you. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter, media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as Bedlam Media. YouTube, we've been pumping out some videos lately. So, guys, if you, if you want to put some faces to the voices that you're listening to, please go ahead and do so. Our, our Above the Rings um, and our latest pay-per-view pre-shows have been on. Uh, the SmackDown studies and the Raw reviews are not. It's just for the larger shows. Um, but either, anyways, <laughs> you can find me pretty much everywhere at Scotty G Stream, and you can find this podcast on pretty much every podcasting platform out there. Uh, if we're not on one that you listen to, please let us know, add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop shopping and add a little bedlam to your day. So, guys, once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful week next week. I hope you guys enjoyed the show tonight. I hope you enjoy Hell in a Cell come Sunday. Most importantly, guys, please never forget to join the bedlam. Good night.
Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.